Prepare for your jump. Approaching King's Canyon. Hi, hello, this is Jules the Human here, and welcome to Voidwalker, an Apex Legends podcast talking about everything going on in the world of the video game Apex Legends. I'm your host today, writing solo, Jules the Human, and we are going to talk about some of the things that happened for season six. Season six happened this month. A lot of life things have happened this month as well. So I am sorry we haven't had an episode, uh, but some things have been happening, and I appreciate you still listening, still being here. Like people are still listening to the podcast. We haven't released a podcast in a a couple weeks and there's still people that are listening, still people that are finding the show, still people that are coming to my Twitch, twitch.tv slash Jules the Human and talking about Apex Legends, which is fantastic. And I love that. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for being a a listener and giving us, you know, all this feedback and uh, being just amazing and being infatuated with the game that I am infatuated with as well. So today I'm going to talk about some of the things that have happened in season six, like the new character. We're going to take a look at Rampart. There's too much stuff going on in season six. And with a solo episode, I don't know if you want to hear me talk for an hour alone. So this is going to be a little bit shorter and I'm definitely going to dive into some stuff this week. I'm going to dive into some stuff next week, but I'm going to break it up a little bit uh, just so it's not uh, annoying. I don't know. I don't know if y'all listen to, I listen to a lot of podcasts that are only, you know, solo people, but I know a lot of people, uh, aren't into that. So I'm going to give you the facts, try and give you as much information as I can about some topics. And then, uh, I would love your feedback. So you can send me an email, voidwalkerpod, voidwalkerpod at gmail.com. And we'll read some of your, uh, emails. If you have any thoughts about, you know, we're going to talk about Rampart. I'm going to talk about the energy weapon meta, as you saw in the title. Uh, we're going to talk about energy weapons. Those are the two main topics we're going to talk about today. I think next week we're probably going to do crafting, uh, some more of the map changes, maybe some of the comic stuff that's going on, but I would love your in- input, your thoughts about uh, anything Rampart, anything uh, new in season six. Hey, even if you just want to let me know, like, hey, I like it. Hey, I hate it because I think I have an opinion that's uh, very different than a lot of people. And I'm pretty sure uh, you have an opinion about season six. You have an opinion about some of your favorite things that have been added. uh, Some of the things that you wish were added. So I would love to hear it. I would love to hear what's going on in your brain. But we do have an email and we do have some reviews to read. First email is by Joe. Thank you, Joe, for emailing. Uh, And the... (laughs) The title of the email is just an email, so I appreciate that. Uh, I'll keep this short. One, great podcast. It makes my day. Oh, thank you. Uh, two, what if they took away sniper ammo and so it's back to the old way? Is there any problem with that? I don't see any reason why that wouldn't work except for the Sentinel. Thanks again. So, you know, I think we've, we had talked about it in a previous episode before, but that is one thought, right? Everything changed when they made a sniper ammo and sniper a specific thing, something outside of the realm. If you are just getting into Apex right now, don't worry. The way that it used to be was that some 
some of the snipers, all of the snipers actually, they weren't a class within themselves. They were separated into heavy and some other ones, and the snipers were all distributed across the other types of ammo. So now the way that we have it is that sniper is its own class. You get sniper ammo, you fight with, you know, you if you want to pick a sniper, you have to specifically look for sniper ammo. And getting rid of it would clear up a lot of the gun pool, the weapon pool, the the pool for everything, really. Uh, and that would have been a thing. I would have enjoyed that. I would have been fine with them getting rid of sniper, putting everything back to where it was. Uh, we had the longbow in heavy, you know, things like that. So I, w- I would have preferred that. I would have liked that. That would have been one option. But I think the way that they did it was interesting. And I'm still messing around with it. The reason why I don't want to get into like crafting or super into like armor and changes with, well, there's going to, there's a lot of changes to all the different legends, but some of the stuff that I, I'm choosing not to get into today is because I want to spend some more time on it. We've only had a week of season six and I want to, you know, make an educated thought about it. I know a lot of people on Twitter specifically, uh, Apex Legends Twitter, uh, they always love and pretty much every game really. I've seen it with almost every game that I'm interested in. They love to just poop on the new thing, the changes, and I want to give it uh, some thoughts. So I definitely next week, we're going to talk about crafting. We're going to talk about what that does to uh, the loot pool. I want to talk about some more of the, the, you know, armor stuff, all that, the, the changes to how much armor you can have and the TTK and all that stuff. I still think I need a week. Because I have an opinion on it. I want to wait a week if it changes. Uh, but I would love your opinions on that. If you have any opinions on that, voidwalkerpod at gmail.com. So thank you, Joe, for that email. We also have a couple of reviews. So if you want to leave us a review, that really helps us out a lot. Review on Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. We would love it. Uh, that would help you know, other people find us. We've had a lot of new people find the show uh, because of the reviews, because we're, you know, listed high, because we have a lot of listeners, and I really do appreciate it. So we have one from Mr. McDouble, which is a fantastic name. He says, five stars, nice pod, great podcast. What do you think of Rampart abilities? So Mr. McDouble, we are definitely going to get into Rampart's abilities today. For the final circle, I do want to hit Rampart's abilities and stuff like that, so I'll give you my opinion there. Uh, but thank you for the review. I do appreciate it. A Tucker in NC, best pod ever, five stars. You are the best Apex pod on the planet Earth, all of the planet. Oh my goodness. He's ranking us pretty high there. I was thinking you could do a question segment, and it could be on the comments. If you do decide to do it, here's my question. I'm a Wraith and Path main, and Wraith has just been too sweaty and just not very fun. Path has been nerfed and just isn't cutting it. I would like to find a new main. Who do you think I should main? I have 11k kills in total and have an aggressive playstyle. Thank you. So, that's interesting. Thank you so much, Tucker. A Tucker in NC. Thank you for the review. And... Path has been nerfed. Path has been nerfed to the ground for the time being. Uh, and Wraith is super sweaty. I was saying uh, yesterday or some other day on Twitter that I've only matched up with two good Wraith mains. Not good as in like good playing because Wraith mains are gener- generally good at the game, but good attitude, because good attitude is kind of half of it for me, you know what I mean? So I've only matched up with two good Wraith mains with a great attitude, and it I can agree, yes, it has definitely been sweaty if you play a Wraith main, and there is a... 
There is that connotation whenever you see a Wraith main on your team that's a rando, and it does get a little interesting, the thoughts that are put into your head. Because, at least for me, I don't know if it is for anybody else, but I do automatically just think it's the token TTV Wraith main, and it's just, I don't know. I, I put up my I put my guard up a little bit. I put my guard up a little bit whenever I see the Wraith on my team. But who can you main? I mean, right now in Season 6, I would... I would like you to try out Rampart, you know, I've had the week with her, uh, we are going to get into it right now about all of her abilities, but I would love for you to try out Rampart, she's an interesting character, her kit's beautiful, uh, and it's just different than everybody else, I know we talk a lot about the defense meta, when you're talking about Apex Legends, there's a huge defense meta, and with Rampart, you are promoting the defense meta, but I think she could be interesting and a little bit different than what you're looking for but it's a fun kit to play and fun is definitely it i mean i had a lot of fun with lobo when she first came out and it was you know fun for the first month and then i never played lobo because she just wasn't it but to have fun the first month that lobo came out for season five i had a lot of fun with her and i played her almost every game and i got a lot of wins with her in season five because she's just fun she was different than what i wanted to play and it was a good time so i would say rampart just to check her out just to check out her new abilities i do recommend rampart for everybody anybody just try out for right now um but for more aggressive stuff i mean they've buffed uh bloodhound you can pick them and it, it'll be interesting you know bloodhound has gotten some really cool additions and we might hit that today we might not but there's there's been some changes if you want to read the patch notes uh to bloodhound's ult tactical and everything now with the addition that you can use the survey beacons as a recon legend i think that's even more of an incentive to play as uh, a bloodhound a bloodhound or maybe a caustic or something just to keep that aggressive because i know there are passive aggressive there are different types of people that play apex and you stated that you were an aggressor so i would say bloodhound that helps you out i mean that's very similar to uh arena on valorant i've been getting into valorant a little bit more and having a bloodhound helps out the team a little bit more but they give a huge buff to themselves when they're actually trying to frag and with these changes with the tactical and the ult on bloodhound i think you can make it worth your while playing a bloodhound so i would definitely recommend bloodhound um bangalore is always a good always a good person uh gibraltar is always fun and yeah i don't know <laughs> i would love for you to come back and let me know who you ended up playing as i mean yeah just follow up i would love to hear it let's get into the final circle final round beginning ring countdown Oh man, season six is here. So many things to talk about today. I do want to talk about the new legend, uh, some gun stuff, and of course, energy weapons, but we might save some crafting and, and the armor stuff. There's so many things. In season six, I did not expect a lot of the things that we got. In season six, at the start, they released the patch notes, and I'm not going to read the patch notes, you know, just top down because you can read it yourself you can find it i want to give you some of my opinions some thoughts uh, a little bit advanced uh talk through because i did play a lot of it this week or this past week or two what what is it a week a little bit over a week but man first off i'm having so much fun and i'm curious if that's going to change 
One, because I know a lot of people have been complaining about it. A lot of people have been hating, you know, TTK. I kind of want to get into it next week. Don't want to talk too much about it here. But there's been a lot of changes in the way the game is played. Not so much about Rampart. I thought there was going to be more, you know, negativity towards Rampart. But everybody seems to be okay with her being in the game. And I'm okay with it too, you know. Uh, But I'm having a lot of fun. I'm having a ton of fun. The most fun I've had in a season in a while. And it's making me like World's Edge. I enjoy the changes to World's Edge. We might get in-depth into it next week. But, oh man, World's Edge is just so much fun. So much fun that when they released King's Canyon this past Tuesday, I did not want to go back to King's Canyon. I've been a King's Canyon boy since forever. And now I love World's Edge more. That's really interesting. A lot of the changes they made on the map make it so much more interesting, more fun. There's so much different engagements, different types of engagements, even more so than it was before Season 6. And there's not a whole lot of running. There's still a lot of open space. World's Edge is a huge map, right? There's still a lot of open space, but a lot less, a lot more interesting cover options, interesting fights, gun battles, cliffs, not cliffs, going into, uh, you know, the rocket and all that stuff. It's just fun. I'm having a great time with season six. And part of it as well is the new legend Rampart. So Ramya, let's talk about Ramya. We didn't get any of her, uh, any of her abilities to the T until season six patch notes came out, but we actually have all of her stuff here. So I'm going to go down the line and what she has and give you my thoughts. We have passive. Her passive is modded loader. So Rampart has increased magazine capacity and faster reloads when using LMGs and the minigun. Modded loader also increases the amount of shots before overheating occurs and improves cooling when using the L-Star. Now this passive is huge. Now with the changed meta, with everything going, energy weapons, everything going, big mags, LMGs, uh, the game is putting this emphasis on these big guns, these bigger magazines, and all that. But even with Rampart, her passive helps her out so much. I've noticed a huge difference when I have the Devo, when I have the Spitfire, uh, when I have the L-Star, when I land on the L-Star, you know what I mean? Uh, So with those two mainly, the Devo and the Spitfire, you automatically get a boost in mag capacity, which is insane to think that a gun with over 30 bullets is going to get an even bigger boost, right? So the increase in mag size helps you out a bunch. The faster reload, we know how long it takes for a Spitfire to reload. We remember how long it takes for a Devo to reload. And with her just having that at the jump, just making it a little bit faster helps out in gunfights so much. I've been running Spitfire, Devo, like nobody's business, and it's been insane. Also with her minigun, we are going to talk about her minigun whenever we get to the ult, but she has a faster reload on her minigun on Sheila, which is insane. So as a passive, this is one of the stronger passives, I think. one Probably one of the strongest passives that we've seen on a legend which is kind of crazy. And this opens up a whole new branch of passives that could happen in the future because this is the first time I think, yeah, this is the first time we've had a passive that has impacted the way a person uses a gun. And could we see that in the future? 
is that possible that we can see changes uh not to lmgs and stuff but like maybe light guns or something that opens up a huge uh branch of possibilities with this passive and i'm excited for it so her tactical amped cover rampart builds a crouch cover wall which deploys a full cover amped wall that blocks incoming shots and amps outgoing shots a max of five amped walls can be deployed at a time so her tactile is really interesting you get three amped covers to start with and that's good cover and like I and like I said, I read right there that it does block incoming shots when it's fully made. That's something that I had to mess around with. I was like, wait, why is it going down already? Why are they shooting it down? How are they shooting it down? It's because it's has to be fully made first. <laughs> it has to be fully out and, and made for them to you know for it to take shots if somebody catches you on those couple seconds while it's getting set up, it's super easy to get you know to to get broken so you got to make sure to not use it whenever you're in a pickle i guess i don't know how to explain that like if if someone's shooting at you already putting up a wall might not be the best bet but it could help a little bit because if you, somebody's already shooting at you putting up a wall uh rather than finding cover if you put up a wall it's going to take a couple seconds and they're going to shoot it instantly and you're going to not have your gun out. So I think you should find cover before actually going to put up a wall. Put up a wall second uh, behind you if things are happening. But it does take a couple seconds to be fully amped up and uh, finished. But the, the changes are insane, right? So with this amped wall, it amps up, I think, like, what is it? Like 10 to 20%? I'm not too sure. I did, like, a test at the beginning of the season to see how much it actually amped it up. It amped it up maybe, like, 10 to 20 uh 10 to 20 more damage depending on you know what gun you're using or whatever but it does amp it up quite a bit and with snipers and things like that that can get you know multiplied by a bunch so uh, it's an interesting concept the amped cover and that only helps some would say it helped a lot more than needed because of the low ttk now but with the amped cover shooting behind it is definitely uh, something not to be messed with if somebody's on top of a building and has the amped cover with you know a sniper or with sheila even that's something to you know really take some time take some time to take cover take some time to regroup with your team and figure out how you're going to attack this because amped cover is formidable here and it's a great tactical one of the best i think uh and it really helps with the, you know, the whole defensive meta, like I was saying. It, it's really a defense perk there whenever you're trying to... I mean, I've seen things drawn up, right? <laughs> as soon as the season dropped, I saw like a picture drawn up of a fantastic way to lock down an area using uh, Caustic, Watson, and Rampart. And I saw how to put the, the pylons, how to put all this stuff, how to put Caustic stuff. In, and it was an interesting concept, but it does help the defense meta. And I'm really interested to see how that could help or change competitive uh, ALGS or any other competitions, how adding Rampart can change what's the meta right now. So I'm really curious and I'm really interested. I'm also interested to see <laughs> if we're ever going to see Sheila in competitive. 
Now, Sheila is her ultimate. She's an emplaced minigun. Rampart places a mounted machine gun that anyone can use with high ammo capacity and a long reload time. A max of three miniguns can be deployed at a time. So you get this minigun pretty quickly, right? And you get this high damage, high velocity, huge minigun that you can place behind your amped cover, which even helps, which helps you because you can't defend yourself while you're on the minigun, but it has a huge mag size, unlimited ammo, and as Rampart, you do have a better reload time than everybody else, which is interesting, and it looks different. Uh, one of my friends and somebody that jumps into streams a lot of the times, they uh, sent me a Reddit thing about how her reload Rampart's reload changes and it's different than everybody else's reload. She knows what to do. She knows what to press. It's an interesting thing you should check out um, if you're going to use uh, Sheila or if you're another legend that uses Sheila. So if you're another legend, preferably crypto, because, <laughs> you know, I'm a crypto main. Uh, if you're another legend, you can see how they reload, how they mess with Sheila. And it's a lot, a lot more heavy handed. It's a lot. Uh, it's a lot different than the way Ramya does it. And it's a lot harder. It's a lot, you know, it looks a little bit clunky, but that does add time. So she has a better reload time than everybody else, which is really cool. And then the I've never had three mounted machine guns up. I mean, I think that's just the limit, but I've only had one or two at a time. Even though there is a quick uh, reload speed for your ultimate, I've only had like one or two of these at a time because we're moving so fast. We got to move. There's an increased, uh, I think, increased damage on the circles and stuff. So we got to keep moving. World's Edge, there's one engagement, two engagements, and then you got to get moving, right? So I've only ever had one uh, mounted machine gun at a time, but it is pretty insane that you can do three at a time. And I can't even imagine locking it down, locking a place down so much, maybe having a recon, uh, a recon legend, get a survey beacon, figure it out, go to the spot, put down three miniguns and you're good for the game. I mean, amped cover in front of them. You got five amped cover. There's amped cover behind you maybe too. And just three miniguns facing all which ways and just getting it. Uh, one thing about the, the minigun as well that I really enjoy is that there's so much movement that you can have on it. You can place it on top, on top of building, like I said earlier, top of building, and you can go all the way down pretty much. You have a lot of maneuvering. It does not have 360 maneuver ability, but it does have good enough maneuverability to where I feel like if I'm on it, I'm good. I'm on it and I'm facing a certain direction. I'm good. And the way that she can knock things down, the amped cover, the way that she can knock down the minigun, you get the amped cover automatically. If you want to move amped cover, you can. Her tactical, those walls, you can, you know, for me it's Z, but if you want to get them down and if you place them wrong, they automatically go back into your three. There is a little bit of a weight if you're trying to move Sheila uh, for the ultimate to load up, but again, like I said, it does not take a lot of time, which is insane. So some things that I think they might change in the future, um, which they didn't this Tuesday, kind of what I was waiting for as well. I wanted to see what things they changed um, this Tuesday, but they didn't change anything to Rampart, which is interesting. The one thing that I think they could change is either the reload speed or the how big the magazine is for Sheila. I don't have a problem with her passive. I don't have a problem with her tactical. I don't even really have a problem with her ultimate. It's just that the TTK is way too small for 
Sheila right now. And I think they can tweak it just a little bit for Sheila to have a smaller Meg would help because you can just plow through people. I mean, I've been having so much fun. I've been laughing maniacally, laughing like a insane scientist that just brought Frankenstein, well, Frankenstein's monster, Frankenstein's monster back from the dead, right? And it's like, oh my goodness, I can just do this. I can just sit on this gosh dang minigun and just go to town on a team, knock one, get him out of the game, and still have a mag to just keep on shooting. You know, I think what they need to do, if they're going to do anything, change the magazine capacity for Sheila. But otherwise, I think Rampart's a beautiful addition to the Legends. She's a force to be reckoned with, and it is a lot of fun to see her and hear her her voice lines. Her voice lines are a lot of fun. Do you have any thoughts? Do you have any thoughts about Rampart? Let me know. Uh, VoidWalkerPod, VoidWalkerPod at gmail.com. I would love your input. Or you can tweet me. Tweet me at JulesTheHuman, at J-U-L-E-S, the human. Um, and I can read it on the show if you want. I mean, I would love to know your input. There's been a lot of discussion about her, and I'm excited for the future. So another thing I wanted to dive into on the final circle was some of the gun stuff. We all know that a lot of the gun stuff has changed. Everybody's favorite gun, Mozambique, <laughs> has changed from a clip size of three to four. Uh, there's been a lot of improvements. A lot of things have changed to a lot of guns. You could check that out in the patch notes. I'm not going to hit everything today. We might hit some some stuff later on, you know, as we go on, but um I don't think I'm going to hit everything today. I mainly wanted to talk about the energy weapons and the energy weapon meta that I think is occurring here and something that has shifted a ton. So we have seen a lot of increases. There's a lot of increases in the patch notes of how powerful each gun, each shot is and how 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 much more stable all of the guns are than they were previously it's almost like every single gun is a good gun and that's definitely a power creep uh creep up that we talk about a lot with video games a lot with you know anime and stuff but i think the power creep is coming a little bit too soon we've seen a lot of increased damage we've seen a lot of increased clip size uh, a lot of changes in a lot of guns and i want to be wary of that because of how low the ttk is it's really interesting how all of the weapons pretty much had a boost and the armor and the amount of health and armor you actually have got a big decrease. We might see a change there sometime soon because the community isn't having having it, but I'm having a good time. You know what I mean? So I want to talk about the energy weapons, how that changes and how picking up an energy weapon is the thing to do right now. So with season six, we see the new weapon, the Volt. The Volt SMG is the first energy-based SMG to see regular use in the frontier. The Volt allows its operator to fire a salvo of energy-based ammunition, decreasing drag and making it possible to hit multiple targets within a short window. So this is like the Havoc's little brother or something. I would, you know, I personally, I'm going to pick up the Volt over the Havoc now. I mean, the Havoc did get a change. It is a little bit better than it used to be but since they have taken r99 out of the floor loot i think the vault is a fantastic substitute if you were really interested and you really got into r99 and you really played that way played the r99 meta up until now i think vault is a great substitution for that it's it's incredibly accurate it has a small magazine which is not the greatest but there are uh extended energy mags now and turbocharged 
hydrogen and things like that. But the Volt can use a digi threat, which is fantastic. And the Volt, I think, is just a formidable gun to pick up. I mean, it's insanely accurate. It's a lot of fun. And I definitely recommend you trying out this new gun if you haven't already. And maybe put it into your secondary weapon. I would... I currently, you know, run a Devo and you just pick up a Volt and it's a fantastic secondary weapon to get some shots off at the end. And it has, you know, the no energy drop. Uh, it has great recoil, hardly any, if at all. And I think it's just a fantastic all around gun that you need to pick up. So that's definitely helping the energy weapon meta, but the Devo. So... I mean, we could talk about the L-Star, which is an okay gun if you're a Rampart. Uh, we, we've talked about Havoc for a long time. They change it, they change it, they keep changing it. But the addition of the Devotion, the Devotion on Floor Loot Now was so insane. They didn't change a thing that last Tuesday they had to change it. <laughs> they had to change it because it was way too good and everybody was complaining about it. That was the meta. The Devo was the meta and possibly still is, I think. The amount of things you can put on the Devotion is insane. You can put the turbocharger, you can put the extended mag to make it insane. You have Rampart that'll increase the magazine. I mean, the Devotion is it. There's not so much recoil. I know Tuesday they changed... The recoil pattern, they changed how much damage each bullet gives, but I think the Devotion is still it, Chief. The Devotion is still the one that you have to go for, and that's why I'm saying there's a new energy-based meta in Apex Legends right now. I think if you're going to go Devotion, Volt, you're going to have a good time. You're going to have a, a fantastic game there, even if you're not Rampart, and I know that sucks. I know that's going to be a change. I know that's something that we don't want. But, I mean, uh, Respawn is always changing the game, right? They want to change the meta. They want to shift it around. And I think this is the season for energy weapons. And I'm okay with it. If you're just okay with change, if you're okay with the R99 not being in floor, I've picked up one, uh, one or two R99s, and I've seen a few PKs around, but if you're okay with R99 going away, with the TTK being a little bit lower, and you having to wrestle an energy weapon almost every match, I think you're going to be in for a good time for some good games and things like that because that's just the way they want it to be. We complain. We can complain about how we want this to be the way, this this gun to be it, but right now it's not. And we have to find the, the different changes, the things that make you have the competitive edge over the competition. And right now, I think it's definitely Devotion, Volt, and Havoc every once in a while, and then L-Star, maybe. I would even pick stuff over the L-Star, for sure. The L-Star is pretty low on the energy meta pool, but, I mean, I, I think this is it. I think this is what they want. I mean, they added the turbocharger for a reason. They added the Devo back in for a reason, and they want the use of the LMG-style devotion because we have Rampart. She needed another LMG-style gun, and I think that's giving the light to LMGs that hasn't been there for five seasons. And, uh, you know, she needed another gun. She couldn't just be good with the Spitfire and the L-Star, you know, so they had to add devotion in for Rampart to be uh, an interesting legend to play. And having the turbocharger, having the extended energy mags, it's all pointing towards an energy weapon meta, and we have to play it that way until it's changed. 
I mean, it could change this Tuesday. You know, that's what I'm waiting for. I'm waiting for it to change a little bit. They've already did like a hot fix of devotion. They've already changed the devotion a little bit this Tuesday. They, again, decreased the, the, the damage per bullet, but... I can see them going a little bit further. I can see them doing a little bit more, changing it up a little bit more because of how vital it is to have this gun. And I don't know if they wanted it that much, but that's the way we have to play it for right now until there is a big change. So those are my thoughts. Do you hate it? Do you love it? I've heard both sides. I've heard both of the arguments, whether you love energy weapons, whether you want them out, whether you can run the Devo, you hate the Volt, whatever. Let me know. Voidwalkerpod, voidwalkerpod at gmail.com and uh, give me an email. I would love to read it on next week's show or send us a, a review on Apple and we'll go ahead and take a look at that. So for tips from the Outlands, I kind of wanted to tackle a question about team makeup now that we have Rampart. So I wanted to, to answer who should you pick with Rampart? What are some good teams I've been seeing? What are some good ways to uh, play as Rampart? Or whenever you see a Rampart on your team, who you should pick and and get benefits from? Uh, one, one thing first, if you don't get Rampart right off the rip, if you were trying to get Rampart this week, don't DC automatically. Just pick your normal person. Uh, it's okay. You'll probably get Rampart the next game. It, it's it's not the end of the world if you don't get your legend. I mean, I still see those toxic people that don't get their legend and they instantly DC or something like that. And uh, just just go with it. It's, it's not too difficult. But if you do end up seeing a Rampart on your team, who should you pick? And who are the best uh, teammates to complement her interesting set of skills so a couple i would say that are kind of out of the box i mean i did say about caustic earlier caustic and watson rampart caustic watson rampart is a defense meta to the t i mean that is a force to be reckoned with you won't be getting a lot of information like from a recon legend you won't be getting those survey beacons but once you do find where the circle is going to be, you kind of figure out where it is. You can kind of hone in on a spot and not, and lock down a space. But again, there is that that ultimate crypto uh, counter to all three of them. But that's okay. Not everybody's running crypto as of right now. There are more cryptos, but there aren't as many to counteract. I mean, there's some grenades that you can use to to counteract some other stuff. But having the lockdown aspect of Rampart, Watson, and Caustic is an insane combo and i've yet to see it be done very well if you have three competent team members and you lock down the space it i want to see that i want to see some clips if you've seen a clip of that please let me know tweet it at me i want to see it because that is an insane combo that i think can do well another one would probably be lifeline i mean when you're behind when you're you're sticking from afar when you're battling far with your amped cover, with your Sheila and all that stuff, I think Lifeline still can do a lot of help to the team. I mean, a Lifeline in general. I would probably say that for everybody. No matter who came up, no matter how many legends, who legend came up, whatever abilities they have, a Lifeline is always going to be good on a team because of her ability to res people. And for that, I would say Mirage as well. If you're trying to battle off from afar with Sheila, it's super easy if somebody has another Sheila facing at you or if you have an LMG to knock down the amped cover 
and to instantly get a kill because it takes a little bit to get off get off the minigun to move around so it's easy to just plow through the amped cover if you ha- have a high magazine in a gun and you just go through the amped cover go to, through to the person and down them mirage and lifeline just because of their ability to pick the pick people up is fantastic so i would say that either of those is a good pick just on that alone for rampart if you see a rampart in your team now some outside out of the box characters i would say would be like bloodhound or bangalore uh bloodhound and bangalore i mean bloodhound for sure that is a different style of play bloodhound would go more with the wraith style because with you know the defense that Rampart puts, it's going to provide you with Wraith, maybe even Loba, all these different characters that are a little bit faster and a little bit more prone to get the rat or to go and flank the team that you're fighting at the time. You can provide some cover for the flanker, for the flank what, how do you how do you say that? How do you even say that? The flanking person on your team that's going to flank the team. You can provide cover with Sheila, or you can provide a distraction for for the flank flanker. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how the <laughs> the flanker. There it is. Uh, Bloodhound is really good for that because of how fast they can move with that with their ultimate Loba. I mean, that's what her tactical pretty much is. Uh, for just flanking Bangalore with the smokes and her ult and then Wraith of course she's fast and she can move around so I would say those legends are pretty interesting and would go would pair differently with Rampart than how I would think you would want to play I mean even Octane I could say Octane because of his stim because he can move fast but I mean I don't think still his ultimate is the greatest and the best pairing for Rampart so those are some of the legends that I think would pair great um The only reason I wouldn't say Crypto, I think, which is my main, is because it's so easy to knock out your own players now. Uh, So they did change some of his kit to where it does slow down your own players. And with Sheila and Amped Cover and stuff, you don't always have that communication if you're going to be playing with, you know, a random team or something. So if you have a Rampart on your team and you automatically go in for Crypto's ult, you could take out your own rampart stuff and that sucks and that sucks whenever you're playing whenever you have a watson on your team or you have you know a caustic or something like that so it does disable traps and it does disable the amped cover and while it does really do well when you're facing against a rampart if you have a rampart on your team i would be wary of doing that ultimate counter which is crypto so yeah i mean that's the episode i mean i lasted longer than i thought uh we were going to and i appreciate you for listening thank you so much and again we are going to be doing another episode next week next friday let's go with fridays again there's been a lot of stuff that's been going on this month but i appreciate you still listening we do see the numbers going up all the time and that's fantastic thank you so much for sharing it with a friend thank you so much for sharing and and sending emails giving us itunes reviews i love you for that thank you so much i appreciate it i've been jules the human you could find me on twitter twitch instagram julesthehuman.com twitch.tv slash julesthehuman same thing on twitter the links to all my stuff will be down in the description of this podcast and yeah i would love to know your thoughts on season six next week i am gonna hit some more stuff about season six and we're gonna go more in depth we have a lot to cover a lot's going down a lot's been happening and a lot can change in a week so definitely keep on listening and i'll see you there next week
Bye. We have our Apex Champions.